0: Listeners, please note although this podcast does talk about Gated FC and its employees, we are not connected officially in any way with Gated Football Club. We do work closely and would like to remind listeners that if you message in, remember that you are talking about real people and their jobs. So please contact the show, have your say, but do it in a thoughtful and considerate manner. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. It is Sunday, 9 o'clock. There can be only one thing. We're sitting here waiting for your messages. What has happened for Gateshead FC over the last seven days and how has it affected you? Please let us know. You can tweet us at Heed Army and of course there is the chat facility that will be going throughout the podcast. If you're new or old to Gateshead Football Club, your views are just as important as everybody else's. So come on, join us, have your say and let's spread the word of Gated FC. Don't forget that all of our shows are there to be listened to if you are new to the podcast, and you can hear all of our back catalogue over the past few seasons all there to listen to and it's all there to talk about in future shows so remember share the show with your friends if they are new to gator as well why not get them involved we want everybody talking about gator football club but more importantly going down on a match day The show is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions, your number one stop for all of your printing needs. And also, we'd love to see a massive thank you to Smooven and Terrell for helping the show sound as good as it is. So have a listen out for them and search them on Facebook and on Twitter. Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast live and the season is here and what a start it was. 3-0 win at home to Chester and Neil Aspen's men are off to a flyer with Wes York scoring two goals and Manny Smith getting the other. There's a good attendance, were you there? Please let us know how you felt about it. And uh, we've got a good show lined up for you today. We've got a pre-recorded interview with Managing Director Brian Waits about all the community schemes that are going on in and around the club. And also we're joined by uh, the chairman, Richard Bennett, here in the studio. So it's all to talk about. We'd love to have all your messages in. And, of course, we've got the competition to give away the calendar as well on the Wheel of Fortune, or the spinner Spinnerama, I think we're calling it. Um, so hopefully if you RT'd, uh, you'll be in there with a chance of winning the new calendar. So as I say, just and remember sending your messages, we, you know how to do it, but we'll remind you how to do it again in a minute, and i just like to welcome Andrew and Mickey, hello there lads. Hello, good
1: evening.
0: And Richard, welcome return back to the podcast.
1: Thank you, good evening.
0: Yeah, and uh, so it's, uh, well I'll say we'll, we'll start at the top, Richard, the season's here, we've got off to a good start, uh, it must be a bit of a relief after the summer that we've had with the ins and outs.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, everybody, everybody wants to get off to a good start, so we were delighted with that yesterday. Um... It was a good performance, good solid performance. Um, the result was what Matt has at the end of the day, and it was great to get three points in the bag.
0: It certainly was. And um, just talking about the ins and outs at the club, I mean, you haven't been on since uh, last season, and um, your, f- your first full season in charge has been, um, but that was your first season, uh, sorry, off season of being in charge of transfers and stuff. And how did you find that? Because uh, I say there's quite a few came in and out, um, so was it a new experience?
1: Yeah, it was a new experience. It was—I um, mean, it was a, a really busy period through uh, may june um, It was great that we did our business early. Um, the gaffer knew uh, the players he wanted to bring in, and we were able to get the vast majority of the squad uh, pieced together really, pretty much before he went on holiday, which yeah. was at the end of May. So that—that that was a real busy period and um, quite stressful at times, trying to get players past the line. But you know, delighted that we. The squad we managed to put together.
0: As I say, Wes York was one of, the, or was the first signing, wasn't Wes he? Was the And first when, yeah, when right. that was the one that raised the eyebrows, and I thought, well, you know, if that's the first, you know, what's going to follow? And um if well, thankfully he has got off to a great start, he had a good pre-season but two great goals. But I mean, not just singling out Wes. I mean, the whole team yesterday with the performances. I mean, for me and Mickey, we were sat together. We thought George Smith was man of the match. Oh, uh, right. I mean, you know, you can't take away um, Wes's goals. It was great, but George Smith was just. that uh, was
2: fantastic. Yeah. The biggest compliment that appeared George George Smith yesterday it was just like I am JJ back.
1: Well, well, George covered some ground yesterday, and he did. He had a, a great performance. But we take nothing away from Wes. I thought Wes had a fantastic game too. Uh, to be fair to the, you know, the whole team put in a performance which was great.
0: It was. And um, one other notable thing that made me Mickey chuckle um, was the reception that Reese uh-huh. Stage got was a lot different to the last time he came off the pitch at the, <laughs> the National Stadium, which was
1: great to see. I, I turned to me right and said to Brian uh, yesterday, I says, "That's the first time I've ever uh, heard Reese clapped off uh, the pitch." <laughs>
0: <laughs> stand innovation in parts of the stand. Um, Dan Bell's put even lads. Uh, how good were we yesterday start as We mean to go on. Bring on Southport. Yes, it's going to be great. Um, Joshua Milburn has put George Smith impressed me. Unbelievable uh, on that left side. Well, he was. He was. I mean, you know, he's, he's control whipping the ball in. I mean, he was, he's doubling back the tick on players twice half the time um it's, it's nice to see and as we said before we came on it's nice to have a left back <laughs> yeah. i mean we've had a few but you know a, a one that looks very um competent at what he's doing well yeah. better than competent. It's
2: Not so much he, he's crossing ability he, he's as good crossing when he's running with the ball yeah as he is putting in a standing cross
1: yeah
0: this is it's great to see um, Sam Penance but even lads great start of the season with a good win over Chester great to see where's York amongst the goals our defence looked solid throughout uh, the game well we, we kind of said in the last two home friendlies we kind of guessed that that might have been the, the, the starting back three or back five I don't know how we're classing the wing backs as wingers or wing backs but um, it seems to be back five but I mean very solid um, Jamal Manny and uh, Liam, They're just the work is a great unit.
2: It did, and then, to be honest, uh, I'm, not, I'm still not going to upset them, Jamal and Manny. So, <laughs> Dave Hogan, you were the worst. <laughs> 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 oh, we know Mickey's frightened of him. There. Terrified! I'm not, yeah. I'm not frightened. Um, enough, terrified.
0: Lots of messages coming in. Thank you very much, Andy Mason's. Put evening, gents. Very happy with yesterday's performance. Uh, what a way to kick off the season. And I'll I just say this: I said the Mickey joking and on um, the last time we won three nil on the opening day of the season, we got relegated.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, I, I know, touch wood. It was just a, a, a daft comment. Um, so, but yeah, um, but no, it was, a, it was a great way to start off the season, and um, you know, to be—I mean, I know it's only one game, but we're sitting in second. Um, you, you wouldn't complain about that That's being right for the yes, season. One more goal, we're top one more goal, we're top. Um, we'll get a little bit excited over that. Um, have we got any tweets? I think we've got a few. Um, oh, well, there's, yeah, there's two in.
3: Uh, I'll leave Neil Smith till later. Yep. Um, but James M Callender said, button, buzz, button? Buzzing with him win yesterday, sadly couldn't make it, but hope to be at the York match.
0: Yeah, as I say, um, that should be a really good start and the return of Richard Brodie with York as well. So that should be interesting to see how he's playing yep. now. Um, Yeah, Um, remember there is the competition uh, shortly, uh, well I'll say shortly, later on in the show to um, win a Heat Army podcast calendar. Remember they're still available, so are the mugs if you'd like one um so we do that and also we do have an interview with um brian weight managing director which we're going to play now it's oh, just do too- you want us to read new yeah, well, well, tw- tweet now then. just before i'm a player, so we're going to play that and um I say, it's quite interesting to find out what the club are actually doing off the pitch surrounding the community so you'll find out all the things of that and just before we play it um neil smith said
3: and he says i'm looking forward to tonight's podcast can't wait to hear brian Waiters' answer to my question uh, so you so have the, a listen for
0: that yes you're going to hear his question now and uh, this is a an interview that I recorded with Brian through midweek. Uh, so have a little listen to this and you'll find out all the things about what's happening in and around the club. And um, when we come back, we'll be talking to Richard more about everything about what's happening Gated at the moment. We're joined by managing director Brian Waits on the podcast. And um, as I said, it is a pre-record this interview. So if we mention the game on Saturday, we're talking about the Chester one, of course, um, that will have already happened. But um, Brian, welcome to the uh, the podcast and thank you for giving up your time to talk to us. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Um, I say, you've you've been doing a lot of things on the community side. We've seen a lot about it online, and um, we've seen James Curtis return to the club, Ben Clark take up a role, of course, with J.J. O'Donnell. Um, We just want to talk about all the aspects of the community things that the club's doing at the moment. And um, I say we'll probably start with the top. I mean, James Curtis has returned to the club uh, in a a community role uh, on the coaching side. How important was that to the club to bring somebody
4: in that, obviously, well liked within the club, but obviously to um, take the community side forward. Yeah, well, very important for for James and Ben to be involved with the community. You know, these these guys have been stalwarts at the club. Uh, James, a legend, really with the amount of appearances he's had. You know the the, uh, the the various experiences he's had over the years at the football club, highs and lows. And uh, you know, we were in a position where we, because we had started the community program, we felt we needed those type of guys in and you know james and ben um you know they aspire to work in the community here when their mm-hmm. football careers are over that's where they would like to be yeah so it, it's it's a perfect marriage really you know and we're, we're very happy with it and so so are the two guys yeah and um as i
0: say we, we, we know about the walk in football but is there a lot of junior coaching as well involved in that and, and any other aspects
4: yeah um i mean i just talk, i'll just talk through the bones of the community yeah, program. Yeah, of course. and, and you know, we've uh, we worked very closely with Gateshead Council and uh, Gateshead Health to produce a structured program um, which really suited the needs of the of the people in the Gateshead area and the region. And uh, the, the the key aspects of it, we've uh, we've run a, a parents on the ball program, which was uh, you know with a, with a charity action for kids charity, which has been deployed at various clubs around the country. Uh, Burnley's probably been the most successful model there. But the the charity wanted a, a club at our level, and it was all about engaging parents um, with the kids. You know, so when mm-hmm. they were going home at night, you know, they weren't just ignoring the kids; they were working yeah. with them on various activities. So there was a two local schools selected, and uh, twelve parents uh, you know attended the sessions on a twelve week period, and it proved very successful. You know, we um, you know we started the, in the morning. the The activities involved the parents working on uh, Various exercises, you know, just giving them some thoughts and ideas on healthier yeah. lifestyles, healthier living, and then JJ O'Donnell, he uh, he got involved and he took them in the afternoon for a few hours of activity, mm-hmm. and uh, it started to work. You know, we had some of the mothers who joined the gym down at Gisland National Stadium They'd never done any ex- any form of exercise before, yeah. the vast majority of them, and they really bought into the program and they really loved it. Uh, it's just completed the program. Uh, we've been told that. They wish to use this our particular program as a flagship nationally Mm -hmm. to get more clubs recruited into it. And uh, we'll be the first club to sign up with them again to run a second program, which will be happening in September. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the first aspect of it. Um, The second part of it, which has probably been the most high-profile part of our community program, has been the silver soccer, the walking football. Uh, That's been fantastically received. Uh, work very closely with Gateshead Council on this one and we're working with the Old Age People's Assembly as well in Gateshead. Um, we've now got 80 people who turn up on a regular basis to play walking football at seven hubs across the uh, across the town and our plan is to build this up to 200 which would make us the biggest football association area in the country and once we've achieved this, or on the way to achieving that we'll be looking to set up leagues... Uh-huh. But the good thing with this is it's it's also it's bringing people out socially, mm-hmm. people who weren't previously doing that, so not only are they coming along for a fit and healthy activity and exercise they're also mixing as well yeah we're starting to see guys coming to the game they're meeting before the game for a drink, they're going out after the game, you know and it, it it really is fun, and the guys love it who are on board with it and uh you know hopefully we'll recruit many more people to do that yeah i mean
0: we've had um lots of people who message into the podcast uh Tenerife, Dave, a lot of gated fans of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um will know he's he's, he's very uh, he's very very happy. <laughs> and just on that, we we'd had a message sent in um, by Neil Smith. He's, but when you interviewed Brian, we had ask him if there's going to be a physio available at the next walking football tournament. A fair few of us needed treatment. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit of a shock to some people who haven't you know partaken. Yeah. myself included, really, in activity over the years. And uh, it's a bit, bit of a different exercise. It's, you know you've done a good workout, yeah. but it's safe. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, like it's all about warming up before games and that. We've introduced that now. You know, we're having uh, James Curtis and uh, anybody who's uh, facilitating the sessions spending about five minutes, you know, just talking about the importance mm-hmm. of warming up. Because one of the things that does happen with walking football, because obviously you cannot run, you tend to stretch a lot. Yeah. So there's a lot of little pulls and stuff. Lunges, yeah. And uh, but people are getting there with it, you know, they get mm-hmm. through these injuries and uh, they become regular attendees. Uh, so uh, so yeah, yeah. I think so, I to say I think
0: most people heard about walking football through the banking advert. And yes, it, um, it yeah. kinda took off. But to hear that Gator aspiring and could be close to become one of the biggest hubs of it in the country is is quite impressive.
4: Well, yeah, we we hope so, and it's really enjoyable as well. It's Mm -hmm. competitive. It's it's got everything. It's got everything you look for. There's people who turn up at walking Football who've never kicked the ball in anger. Um, It caters for absolutely everybody. Mm -hmm. We'd like to see – I've just had a meeting this morning with the Metro Centre because they're keen to get involved with this programme as well. And obviously they have access to a lot of their employees. There's 10,000 people who work in Intu Metro Centre. Um, to try and do something in there, we're talking about a taste our demonstration session in there in one of the th- in one of the squares in one of them in yeah. the main yeah. mile yeah. there, and that would involve some fun activity with members of staff. Mm-hmm. But we'd we'd really like to try and encourage more ladies playing, you know. And mm-hmm. there's no reason why it can't be mixed. Yeah. Um. Down down in the London area, you know, the home counties area, there is a lot of ladies teams playing walking football. Um, so that'll be our next stage, is to try and encourage that. Oh, we know there's a lot of lady listeners in, uh, yeah, so hopefully yeah. they'll be um, wanting to join. Is
0: there any other aspect of the community say that the clubs wanting to get out at the moment?
4: Yeah, we've. Uh, I mean, uh, moving into the uh, that's that's two aspects of it. Moving into the what we're doing in schools is going to be quite significant. Uh, we've worked with the Gated Schools Partnership, and we've agreed that we'll be going into a lot of the schools uh, come September in the new term to uh, facilitate in-school coaching Mm -hmm. and getting people interested in the club as well, which is another part of that. It
0: goes hand-in-hand. If you get them interested in football and then if it's a club that's showing interest in them, they'll hopefully reciprocate that uh, interest in us.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And... uh, you know, it's also a lot of, with the greatest respect, to teachers, you know, they haven't really got the time to give up personally. Mm-hmm. Like when we were kids, you know, there was yeah. that was the main thing, wasn't it? There was kids' school football teams. So we'll try and use working with the youngsters as a, a route for them to play football. You know, we can work with the local youth clubs as well, which we're starting to build up a good rapport with. And we can start filtering some of the kids who want to play football in there. Um you know, we've also got the soccer camps which are on at the moment uh, we, had the f- we, have, we have one every second week of the school holidays which James Curtis is, uh, is leading uh, we had the first one last week we had 10 youngsters turn up to that uh, the next one starts next week it's a three day programme so we're hoping more youngsters will come along to that one and <coughs> that, that will gather momentum and we'll always introduce these during the school holidays uh, we're also looking to work very closely with the uh, the junior football clubs in the areas uh, you know once again you know just going in and giving a different type of coaching to some of the kids with yeah. you know we're not looking to, to be a threat to any of the coaches in there because they all do a good job it's just having been involved in that area myself over the years and junior coaching kids can get stale, so to yeah. give them that little bit of variety is yeah. just something different and you know we want this to evolve much more into a a, a buying into Gateshead Football Club, mm-hmm. so they come along to the games. They adopt the club as their well, club. As
0: say, even just on, on the last friendly against Boston, we had Washington FC Juniors yeah. there, yeah.
4: Um, showing interest in the club, which was great as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. And that's that's exactly the sort of thing we want to encourage. You know, having different ball boys and ball girls at the games, but also allowing them to use the games as a little bit of recruitment and profile yeah. for themselves. It's mm-hmm. important as well. And uh, you know. W- w- I think there's a lot of progress to be made in those areas. It's,
0: it's great to see that it's all starting to come together because, I, I mean, for years, I mean, known for many years, Brian, and you've always been wanting to put things in place. But now we're, we're seeing not only the the foundations, but the building blocks on top of them coming to coming to fruition.
4: Yeah, it's been difficult because you know it's it's a growing club, this you know, and it, it, it I think it's easy to to uh, to criticise at times and say, well, this isn't happening and that isn't happening. But we do have limited resource in terms of people. It was a a very uh, onerous task, you know, uh, putting together the community program. But it's very rewarding, Mm -hmm. and it's something which we'll continue to do. Now that we have put the building blocks in place, Uh, you know the just. I mean, just so the fans are aware, you know, it costs us sixty thousand pounds to run our twelve-month program, started in January, finishes in December. But we'll be then going out for more funding. The only funding that we, we have uh, secured has been with the conference trust, which was £25,000, which uh-huh. is, a, is a sealant you can, you can receive from the trust, uh, which is fantastic. So the, re- the shortfall really has to be plugged by ourselves. Yeah. And you know what's restricting us from going out and trying to secure more funding towards the programme, because there are lots of companies out there who will help fund, but you do need charitable status, and yeah. we haven't got that yet. Mm-hmm. We are applying for it currently. Um, which is a, a CIO status. And uh, that's about a five to six month process. Once we have got that, that will open up many more opportunities yeah. and it means we can expand, expand our programme further. Mm-hmm. As I say,
0: we're not just here to talk about the community as well. I mean, um, a lot of listeners, um, new and old, well may not know that you um, obviously had a few different uh, roles within the club over the years. Mm-hmm. We are just talking there before because I couldn't cause I remember what your actual role was at the moment because you have been vice yeah. chairman yeah. and all different ones. But, um, been involved with the club now for is it ten years, over ten years, ten years, just yeah. over ten years. Yeah, and um, I say see you've seen some changes. Pretty uh, much it, it so, must yeah. be. um to say, as a fan, it's, it's lovely to see. But when you've been working behind the scenes, it must be nice to see the club where it is now from when you first got involved.
4: Yeah, you know, I think it, it's easy to, to just sort of measure things over a short period of time. But I think when you look at what has happened the last ten years, eleven years at that football club, it's been absolutely fantastic yeah you know we're always chasing our tails aren't we with Newcastle United it always makes life difficult for us but we keep doing that and we keep evolving there's been highs and lows during that period um you know thankfully most of them have been high yeah I was just about to say (laughs) you know we came very close of, of sort of returning to the football league yeah and you know it's it you know let, let's hope that it's not long before we're, we're challenging again to do that let's
0: certainly hope so
4: well Brian thank you very much for your time and um, you. hopefully
0: um, well we'll say this we're recording this but uh, hopefully we're, we're talking about three points just after this on Sunday so um, I say enjoy the game on Saturday and um, let, let's hope we can uh,
4: speak to you again soon well thank you very much David That's it's been you. a pleasure cheers thank, thank you, you.
0: And we'd like to thank Brian again for uh, coming on the podcast and talking to us about all the things that the club are doing at the moment. And I'm sure you'll agree it was uh, great to hear what's actually going on a little bit more in depth about the community side. Now, we've got loads of messages have been coming in on the chat facility. We will try and get to them all. Um, it's just that you know what it's like on the chat facility. But we have got um, a couple of messages on Twitter that's come through already.
3: Uh, yep. Craig Race has said, Great start the season for all concerned. When is the chairman going to stream the live games to Florida?
0: Evening, Craig.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind Florida. What about my house? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we've got a, another one as well, but I think this, it's a bit of an old question. It seems to be. Like, I don't know. If someone's living in a time warp here.
3: Yeah, Chrissy Hewitt said, "Would you be able to ask Richard if we have stopped programmes being given out to season ticket holders, and why is this?"
0: Well, I believe that was done last year, wasn't it? So it was. yeah, it's, um, don't know where what, what, what you've missed that one, Chrissy. Um, we've got a message from Atlanta.
3: Uh, Dean Sa- uh, Sever or Saver, oh, sorry if I p- pronounced that wrong. Um, looking ahead to Southport, and more importantly for a screen, what will the staff be looking to improve on? Cheers from Atlanta.
1: Well, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, as Brian was talking about in the community, you know, the, the, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Um, the, the main thing, uh, project-wise, that we're working on at the moment is obviously the website, and we're developing that. Um, we're looking to uh, create a members area within the website for fans. Um, what we're looking to do there is to have some exclusive behind-the-scenes access. So we're looking at uh, being able to download programmes on match day, um, player interviews, manager, manager interviews, that sort of thing, and having a, a, a more interactive uh, section to the website. Um, but you know, we've got numerous projects on at the moment um, as we, we're trying to you know develop the yeah. club really.
0: Um, just when you're talking about the website there, I think it probably goes hand hand with a question that was, I'll go to who uh, read it out, but um, about the match day programme, people may have noticed that it has changed, um, and I think it ties in with some of the things with the website, doesn't it?
1: It does, yeah. Um, I think, you know, we're changing, really. Technology now, um, a lot of the uh, youngsters now. Are um, using iPads, iPhones, Android, that sort of thing, and uh, it makes sense really to to have the program as a downloadable um, a digital format, and so that's something we are looking at. Yeah, um, we've changed the program obviously this year because uh, production costs last year uh, were too high. Um, but it, you know we won awards with that last year, and it, it was fair play to uh, Rory and the team. They did a great job with the program. But this season, we've looked to reduce cost on, on on printing, but actually still maintain, you know, the the, yeah. uh, the
0: quality the quality of yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Andy Mason sent us a message saying that we're live on his speakers at work, so keep it clean. We always do, apart from Mickey. Uh, <laughs> uh, one second. Oh, well, we've got more messages here. Um. Callum Patson's put very impressed with the performance yesterday. George Smith and Wes York looked uh, the real deal. Dave Higgins, uh, evening from Shrewsbury. The wife and I are tuned in with Beck in Cavos, living the dream for our eighteen. Oh, well, I'm sure she's, she should be, be listening from there. <laughs> Can't as see you it. do, so, <laughs> yeah, as you do, in Cavos. And um, Animations put, can you ask Richard um, what the club have planned to promote the games more throughout uh, the town? Uh, a flyer or a billboard campaign, maybe, costly could they generate, but could, could generate more followers
1: yeah i mean we are looking at marketing um it is an area that we're we're working on at the moment um again you know when someone asks the question what what we're doing behind the scenes um at the moment into metro are gonna be doing a, a, some promotion for us um obviously being our main sponsor uh we intend to use their uh, their, their their sources for of marketing um we're always looking at new ideas um I think, you know, the internet, social media is the big one, really. And I think, you know, in fairness, um, the week leading to the Chester game, I thought the marketing campaign we had was excellent.
3: Mm. Yeah, I I like seeing this stuff on Facebook, like every day saying five, four, three days to go and everything. I thought that was a good idea.
1: Yeah, and um, we've got another couple of tweets.
3: Uh, James M. Gallanders said, Will there ever be any plans to do online commentary of the games at any point in the future?
1: Good question. I don't know to be honest at the moment because um obviously the BBC um, have um the the rights to uh, com- uh, to the commentary on, on our games at the moment. Um they, they can pick and choose which games they want yeah. to cover. Um whether or not we can do something online, um I, I honestly don't know at this stage. But mm-hmm. but good question and something we can we will certainly look at. Yeah, I, I do got, the... Come in
2: there, you've got Hyde and Alternum got their own fans do theirs, and they've got their own website uh and they cover the games what bbc won't cover yeah so i mean you've got like we we don't always get on um bbc newcastle on a saturday yeah so maybe
3: is that something well, that's something well something we'll
1: look into definitely i'll take it away and uh, we'll give it some thought
3: And we've got another tweet. Uh, Yep, Mike Cow has said, really impressed with the evolution of the club, both on and off the pitch. It feels like we're levelling up in a lot of ways.
1: Just to say, it is a slow process. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we are getting there. Um, we've got a lot of messages, and I think Andrew's got them on the phone. If you want to pick some out, Andrew, uh, if you can go to the ones near the top that we have yeah, the top um, So we think we might have found a way to uh, help on the <laughs> messages on the chat facility now.
3: Uh, yep, uh, Mick Scullier said, Good left-backs are hard to find, so need to get the, that transfer window shut before anyone comes sniffing around George. I (laughs) would agree. It's open
1: till March, unfortunately.
2: James Bolton's on a three year contract. I'm sure George Smith can go on a
3: five. (laughs) Uh, contact negotiations after one game. (laughs) I'll be easy, agent.
0: Um, we've got another message for, actually we've got one from Neil Smith but Brian still didn't answer whether there was going to be a physio available or not at the walking <laughs> football I think maybe you should just stretch out more Neil that's what it should be and Mick Scully sent another message but any reason why there's a limited amount of 50-50 tickets on sale on a match day they were sold out when I tried to purchase some on Saturday I, I didn't even know they had run out so uh
1: Oh, well it's a good question. I mean it was good that we sold out um we don't know we don't normally sell out, so um we will look at it and make sure that we do have enough uh tickets on the day
0: yeah and um Sam Pelton's looking a little bit further forward. He's put, York should be a good test and our next home game uh, should be a good away following as well. Yeah, I would imagine so this early in the season. Um, we've got a message from Jane Stevens. I think she's new. Thank you very much, Jane, for messaging in. She's put, is there any plans to expand the club shop? When I was there on Saturday, it seemed very crowded and there was uh, limited stock on show.
1: Yes, I'm, again, we're looking at that. It's difficult at the moment for us because we haven't got a, a, a sort of... A big area really where yeah. we can actually uh, run the club shop from because the concourse area
0: um, isn't exactly
1: yeah I, I mean in terms of limited stock um well obviously we've got the new kit coming in so again trying to get stock levels um up a lot there's a lot of um stock on order at the moment so you know watch over the coming weeks um that will develop
0: yeah now we'll watch this space
1: put it in the cafe area yeah we are looking at it but again you know we, we, we've got a uh We've, we've got to talk uh, with uh, the council and uh, nice. see, see what we can uh, do on that.
0: Well, we're going to have to play a message from our sponsors because we haven't done one, and uh, the point may get a bit miffed. Um, so if you're after business cards, um, this is um, how you get them if, if you need any, and also um, how to contact the show. If you just joined in, remember, we're joined by um, Chairman Richard Bennett, and um, we want to talk. If you've got any questions for him, now is the time to, answer, uh, to ask them, and we'll get them answered. Uh, so we'll be back with you just after these adverts. Thanks to our friends at Trade Print Solutions, you can download the podcast whenever and wherever you like. So if you've just joined the show or you're new to the show and you'd like to listen to previous episodes, what you have missed, fear not, it is so simple to do. You can sign in with your Facebook account on your Spreaker app or on the Spreaker website and click download. Or if you're an iTunes user, you can subscribe to our podcast and after every episode, it will download to your device. So please tell your friends and remember Remember that if you miss us live, fear not, you can hear us anytime, wherever you like. Of the show, where we want you to get involved, so you can send us your messages, send us your thoughts, send us your views, and you can do it in a number of ways. You can do it via Twitter at Heed underscore Army, that's how you get to us, and also you can do it on the chat facility on the Spreaker website that we are broadcasting on. And the week you can do what that is by signing in with your Facebook account on the Spreaker website or app and you can talk to other listeners and us throughout the show. Remember, you can listen on the move as well. You can download the Spreaker app, go into it, search for the Heed Army and you can listen to us live when you're out and about on your mobile phone or you can listen to one of our older shows if you are just joining us for the first time. So why not do that and get involved with the Heed Army Podcast Live brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions. That is how you contact us and god bless you tonight you have all been uh, sending in messages and new listeners and, and remember please um we see this on all the shows you don't have to have been uh, friends i know we talk about a lot of the people i'm messaging we don't know them all we talk like them they are friends because that's why we, we think of yous um, but please do message in if you've got anything you'd like to say or ask. Um, you know, It's not going to be um, laughed at if you're a new fan, if you want to find out any information. This is the place to do it, because that's what we're doing. We're trying to get the word out there. So um, please uh, just message in. You can do it on Twitter as well. And um, Andrew, how do you do it on Twitter?
3: At you, army. Yes, yeah, so
0: don't be afraid uh, to contact us. We'd love to hear from you. And um, Dan Bell has put, um, should all this digital programme come... Oh, sorry one second should all this digital program thing come through will there be a normal one av- available i think uh, still be available uh, i think i re- read somewhere it's compuls- compulsory to produce one but we did say that um,
1: so yeah look we'll still print a a paper copy of the uh program um, you know there's always going to be a generation um who, who like the uh, the hard copy mm-hmm. um but our plans is to introduce a digital one is just to move with the times you know
0: well so we, even when we were talking before we came on air we're talking about the reach of the club and even the podcast that we know that we reach far and wide and those people can't get to the program or the content that's in there and there'll be more online as well so it it's and it also gives us bigger scope to potential sponsors as well because it, they're not just being seen on a match day, they're being seen worldwide
1: Yeah, I, I think also what we want to uh, want to mention is that we've got um, a, a bi-monthly um, newsletter that we're going to be producing um, again, that, that will um, give more details um, on the club and we'll be using that really for our sponsors Oh, great,
3: and um, we've got a few tweets.
0: Uh, Chris Hewitt
1: said, Will highlights be put on YouTube again this year
3: or not? Uh, GFC TV was a huge favourite of mine, like other clubbers, clubs in
1: the division, such as
3: Mattersfield, who have uh, the Silkman player, and other clubs do the same.
1: Yes, um, I mean, again, part of the redevelopment of the website is that we can uh, show highlights um, on GFC t- uh, TV. Um, again, that's work in progress and um, watch the space really.
0: Yeah, we had a similar question from Andy Mason, so that ju- was just answered. Um, well, Sam Pelton's mentioned a player that we, we started talking about actually after we went off uh, when we were listening to the Brian uh, Waits interview, James Bolton as well, who had a great game yesterday. I mean, everyone did, you know, the 3 0 win, you, you couldn't say anyone had a poor game, but James Bolton as well looked very promising down the right, and of course, he put in. Uh, was it for the first goal there? The cross for West York? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was a great yeah. cross. Um, so yeah, everyone's looking promising in there. And another standout player for me yesterday was Paddy McGuinness as well. I thought Paddy, Paddy M- McGinnis. I keep calling him Paddy McGuinness. <laughs> Paddy McLaughlin. Yes. <laughs> what, what an idiot I am. Ding dong do. I know. Yeah, but no, no. I <laughs> thought it, In midfield, he had a great, uh, great game with Gus as well. So it, and plus we've got players that still haven't made it on the bench, so we can't wait to see getting the side. I'm looking forward to seeing Mitch Brundle. Play as well, Um so that it, it, there's excitement about even getting on the bench now. because I can't remember what you mentioned last week. You could it's hard to predict the bench, never mind the mm. team, you know. So it's um the competition all over, and I'll I presume that's what Neil wanted when he
1: yeah, competition right throughout the team, really. Um- that, that was always his plan and uh, we've you know we feel we've got a really strong squad competing for places That's
2: yeah flexible as well we've got a number of players who can play a different yeah. positions,
1: so yeah uh-huh. that, that that was key really um, yeah. to make sure that we had utility players in there as well yeah
0: and Michael Yappa is having my life he's put no likey no lighty <laughs> 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 thank you <laughs> uh Sam Pendleton is Adam Wrightson part of the first team or is he still in the college setup? You
1: no know, Adam Wrightson is part of the first team um again like all the players around him he's got to compete he's got to work hard and he's got you know got to uh, play for that place
0: well there we go you heard it there and i think we have another tweet but i think we may have answered that question it's put or could this be integrated into the website i think that's about the highlight so that was kind of answered there um just before and we will be doing the um the wheel of fortune in a minute to win the that want to win the uh, Heed army calendar so we're going to play how to tweet us and then when we come back we're going to go live on facebook um for the draw so you can see it happen because i've just forgot that we're doing that so i'm gonna have to set it up okay. so um, <laughs> as professional as ever so um this is how you tweet us and we'll be back with you to do the draw uh, just after this
3: You know what to do. Come on. Tweet, 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 tweet. I'm sitting here on Twitter Corner waiting for your tweets. All you have to do is tweet me at Heed underscore Army. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast where you can talk about all things Gate said.